Hey everybody, what's up? This is Ari in the Air with another episode of the How to Adventure podcast. Today we are going to do a fun little exercise here. I've got this article that I wrote back uh, about a year and a half ago when I had returned from a trip to Morocco, Spain, and France with my friend Chris Hoyt. He's the Robin to this Batman. And um, and yeah, so I write. I, I wrote this article for Keen's blog, which you should check out. We've got more stuff up on it. And it is called Five Tips for Expert Adventuring Abroad. And so uh, today I will just read the article and then since it's been so long and since I've gone to a number of different countries since then, I'm going to judge my own advice and either revise, advise, subvise, or completely rebut my own advice. We'll see. So get strapped in. Let's cue the dubstep Moroccan stuff. Okay, so I will read you what's written in the article and then we will talk about it. So the intro of the article starts like this. It says, for those of us looking for our travels to be more than just beaches and margaritas, there are some key things that can make our adventure travel more exciting and more enjoyable. These tips can help take your adventure trip from an exhausting logistical nightmare to being the free-spirited epic you've always dreamed of. I recently honed them on a legendary paragliding journey through Morocco with my friend Chris Hoyt. And um, so yeah, the trip to Morocco, we take our paragliders. And so we have this big giant backpack is what a paraglider fits into. And so it's about a 40 pound backpack and that's not including any of the camera gear that we take or our clothes or anything else. It's just, so that's our extra piece of luggage. So when you listen to these, um, that's what I'm talking about. When I talk about real adventure travel, I mean, you're going somewhere to do something like, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's, you're going on a mountaineering adventure and you have this big bag of ropes and crampons and helmets and ice axe and all your technical clothes and blah, 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 and your jet boil. So you're going to have this extra stuff. Um, this is not like a light, this is not advice for a lightweight backpacking trip. That's not what I necessarily refer to as adventure travel. Okay. So number one in this article, number one, I'll read it to you. Stop planning. If you think you know every little detail of what you want to do on your trip, you'll miss out on the great things you will learn about it on the way. You will learn about on the way. Make a list of some cool stuff you're interested in seeing and have a rough idea that you know will change. It's not an adventure if you choreograph each step. Uh, I have a photo below that, which is me talking to this uh, friend of mine, in Morocco that I met. His name is Yusuf. He's very short 
and he's given me a, a impromptu French and Arabic lesson we're translating via a book so stop planning hmm I would say that yeah this is true you can't plan every little detail of your trip and you also can't worry about every little detail but the thing that I will revise about this is that I was just in China and their internet was so like buttoned down like I couldn't use any Google services which makes googling things really hard um, <laughs> and Bing sucks we all know it Bing sucks so I would say it depends where you're going if you're going somewhere in the modern world France Spain something like that where you're gonna have Wi-Fi or you can have your cell phone on then yeah you don't need to plan as much but if you're going to China you're gonna have to plan out some shit because it is tough to find out what you want to do uh, it's not quite as easy on the road but yeah like I said I think I agree you make a, a list of the cool stuff you're interested in seeing and then you decide okay we're gonna go here a day early or you know stay five more days and cancel the other thing you know it's like you can't plan as well as you can shake move and entrepreneur when you're there maybe not entrepreneur okay number two number two is rent a car there is nothing that can improve your trip more than unrestrained mobility you get to see and explore at your own pace with more spontaneity and freedom hitchhikers weird roadside attractions hole-in-the-wall restaurants oh yeah if budget is an issue trade lodging expense for a rental van Tie the back seats up and sleep in the van. Buy a power inverter and pay for your phone to work. You're now an international dirtbag experience magnet, and there's ferrous material coming your way. Uh, looking back on this, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Renting a car, especially if you have gear and you have paragliders, and if with, especially if you're with your one really great travel partner, wow, renting a car can just be... Uh, it just makes you a local, you know, because you... You can, you just have, the world is your oyster. You get a pick from grocery stores, you get a pick from restaurants, you get to learn how people drive, you get to see the roads, you get to dink around, you get to pull over, throw sticks at rocks, throw rocks at sticks, kick rocks, dink around on the side of the creek like a little kid, be bored. Uh, it's just, um, renting a car can really make an amazing, amazing trip. Especially if you're going to be gone a while. I know it's expensive to rent a car. If you can spend the money on it, it's really, really fun if you do it right. Um, but you kind of, to justify the cost, you kind of have to be planning to travel a bit and offset your other transportation costs with that. When we were in Morocco, we had this little, um, what was it called? It was like this little, it was essentially like a Ford Transit thing, but it had this diesel engine and it was manual. It was really, really fun to drive and we just romped on it everywhere and rallied the thing onto the soft, sandy beach and um, we had a blast doing that. My lawn is getting mowed, apparently. And uh, in in uh, Spain and France, we, we flew into Barcelona and we rented this uh, Vito Touring van, a Mercedes-Benz Vito Touring van. And uh, we asked the guys at the rental company if they could hold the seats for us because we wanted to take the back seats out. And he was so mad. He was like, absolutely not. Like, you're not even supposed to, like, take them out. Well, we drove away and we're like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry for asking. We drove away and about 
you know, that evening, we stopped and got this pizza, and we're like, where are we going to sleep? Oh, we can just set up the tent tonight. No, let's figure this thing out. And so we take the seats out, and we Tetris them in there, and we try every different way of Tetrising the seats in there. And finally, we, we push them up against the back of the driver and passenger seats, uh, stacked like like two Tetris blocks. And then we used my slacklining equipment, and we tied them in there so they wouldn't fall down. And we slept on the floor with our feet under the seats. That uh, was pretty. Uh, it was pretty great. It made for just some really unexpected experiences, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, we didn't have to pay for a hotel the whole time, so we definitely offset one cost with the other. Okay, number three on this, I might uh, get in trouble for this one. Might get in trouble for this one. This one, number three, leave your girlfriend at home. Our relationships bring us comfort and stability. And if you're really adventuring, leave that comfort at home. Besides, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Instead, get a travel partner that's easygoing, flexible, and tough. It might be your best friend, but it might not be your best friend. Whoever it is, groups larger than three rarely travel well together. Okay. What would I say about this looking back? Well, since then, I took my girlfriend, wife, to uh, Chile, Brazil, and Peru. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, she's great, and she's a great travel partner, and she's all those things, easygoing, flexible, tough. So it's not totally out of the question. But I do think, in general, people spend a little too much time with their significant others, and I think when they get out of the country, they should really be thinking about themselves and who they want to be and how they want to portray themselves, how they want to live. And, you know, when you see other cultures and how other people live, it makes you think about the way you live. So I think that it's really healthy to travel without your significant other. It's not a strict rule, but it is a tip for expert adventuring. I do agree still. Um, you'll come home and they'll be so happy to see you. Or maybe you shouldn't be dating them. Married to them. Okay. Number four, eat everything. The best food I've had abroad came from food carts, taco trucks, and a little old lady selling empanadas out of a basket. Don't be afraid of the little guys and the strange menu items. Food is culture, so eat it up. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. This one hits the nail on the head. Eat everything. When I was in China, I had pig stomach soup which was really weird. I had this chicken soup that had the chicken head in it with the little, like, the, the, the comb. The chicken's, like, the flappy little skin thing on top of its head. Like, we ate that. It was delicious. And chicken feet, we ate a bunch of chicken feet. It was really good. Um, yeah, us Americans, we're really... We gotta, make it a, we gotta make it a point when we leave the country to eat the funny, weird shit that we don't get in the States. Um... Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Number five. Leave your expectations at the airport. You'll never be disappointed if you have no expectations. So let go of your assumptions and appreciate all the challenges, all the challenges that come your way for the opportunities of growth that they are. Remember, you're adventuring. 
This ain't no all-inclusive beach resort. Exactly. I'm not talking about your vacation here, folks. I'm talking about adventure travel, trying to do your sports, trying to go crazy places, trying to push yourself in a new setting, a new culture, a new experience. Leave your expectations at the airport. So true. And and I guess I would just go back and I would highlight the words, appreciate the challenges that come your way for the opportunities of growth that they are. You go traveling looking for, I don't want to say you're going looking for hardships. You're not going looking for hardships. You're going looking for challenge. You're going, you're going to try to fly a new place and, and climb a new mountain and uh, try new things, meet new people, be without your own language, uh, be in a new uh, shocking culture, all these things. These are all these challenges that we're trying to give ourselves so that we can grow and become better people and realize what we want and what we want to do. And, and we just, if you have expectations that it's going to be some kind of vacation or like you're going to get catered or all that stuff, then uh, that must be a different kind of trip than I'm talking about. Okay. It's crazy stuff out there, folks. It's crazy stuff that'll blow your mind. I got a picture right here under number five for the article. It is of a... <laughs> in Morocco, they have these motorcycle front truck back. So it's a motorcycle with a truck bed on it with two wheels, like a tricycle, but it's a motorcycle front. And they stack these things 15 feet high with all kinds of anything. And... Oh, it's just great. Isn't that just great? I guess that's not a challenge, but those are just some of the fun things that you see that really make you think, are the American police who pull us over and fine poor people for registration and menial things, is that really what needs to happen? Because this guy's got a broken down motorcycle and he seems to be doing just fine with it. Okay, number six. This is the last one. Isn't the isn't the article called Five Tips? Yeah, it's called Five Tips, but somehow there's six on here. Hmm. Somebody's a genius. Okay, number six. This might be the best one. And I agree with this uh, fully after going to China. Number six, smile. The single best thing you can do is be happy and friendly. Positivity attracts positivity. You don't speak the language? Smile hug, and make physical jokes. You'll end up meeting new friends that will unlock the hidden gems of your trip. Remember, the people you meet will always be the best part of your trip. That's a really good point. The people you will meet will always be the best part of your trip. So you have to think about, how do I attract people, strangers? How do you attract strangers? You smile, you be happy, you laugh, you sing, you dance, you make physical jokes, you do the worm, you do jumping jacks, the Macarena, learn how to hide a card behind your hand, uh, you know, like little magic tricks, all just hilarious. You know, the one I did in China a lot was, you know, when you pretend to walk into a wall and you kick it and you go, ow, and you hold your nose, kunk, ow. Oh, they love that. They love that. Smile, laugh. High fives. Man, high fives are just a thing. That's just, I take that around the world. High five. People are like, what? You show them your palm. You're like, what? You kind of, sometimes you have to clap your own hand. 
This is what I'm looking for, dude. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, wow. Okay. It's really fun. Hmm. It's a great point. It's a great point. Okay. The, the conclusion article reads, Now get out there. Keep your head on a swivel. Worry about the money when you get home. And just be stoked you're out of the country. Your greatest adventures are still ahead of you. Bon route. Harry. So yeah, keep your head on a swivel. Worry about the money when you get home. That's a good one. That's a good one. If you need to go into the red a little bit when you're out of the country, yeah, don't don't kick yourself in the moment. Go ahead and just uh, be smart. Spend that money. Come home and make it. Okay, I think those are good tips. Those are those are pretty good tips. Um, yeah, I hope I hope you have great adventure traveling. If you'd like some tips on where I think you should go, what's really cool to do right now, send me an email, airyintheair at gmail.com, and I'll tell you. Tell me what you do. If you're a hiker, a mountaineer, a paraglide pilot, what do you do? Send me an email. I'll tell you where I think you should go. Uh, If you like this podcast, doing it for free. If you like the podcast, write a review. Share it with your friends. Tell your grandma. Grandmas love this podcast. You didn't know that? Man, got to teach you guys. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace!